Hello and welcome to the Happy Little Futures podcast. Um, As always, let's get started with a nice deep breath. We'll breathe in through our nose and out through your mouth. And we'll reset, ready to listen, ready to chat. So this week is, it's on Tuesday, it was World Mental Health Day, um, which is something, obviously mental health is quite important to me because <laughs> I'm advocating for children's mental health through what I do. Um, but also the subject for this year's World Mental Health Day was men- mental health is a universal right. And I just wanted to touch on this before I get wittering on, uh, as I do, and just say what this means to me. Um, so in particular, this this subject for this year's World Mental Health Day really resonated with me because I do believe, obviously, that mental health is a universal right. And I've been on a very up and down journey, like many people who have been through mental health issues and many people who haven't or haven't recognised that they have, um, have been. And I, I just feel that mental health should be something that's taught from a young age it's something i i feel that mental health what it means and all of that sort of stuff should be taught from a young age but also i feel that techniques and skills should be taught from a young age to help manage mental health as you grow up and i saw a video the other day about the kids who live in the grew up in the 80s and 90s which i did um in the 90s i'm not quite into the 80s Uh, so i i grew up in the 90s and this video was saying that basically the children that grew up in this time and and before but in particular in this time their first sort of few years of their life were brought up in a different time there was very little technology it was sort of analog tv um and that was that that like our early lives were just just sort of so much slower than they are now and this video goes on to sort of say how we were brought up in a time where sort of like if you weren't doing something you were deemed to be lazy and all this that and the other um and then as we grew up technology exploded obviously very obviously otherwise i wouldn't be doing this for you right now would i um from the floor in my bedroom who would have thought that that's something you could have done when we were growing up so uh so technology exploded and we now live in a very fast-paced world and those first sort of seven years of a lot of children's lives who lived in the 90s and 80s we were like they said like i said they said we were brought up to sort of always be doing something and be deemed to be lazy if you weren't doing something um but what we couldn't have prepared for was this explosion in technology and how much faster paced the world was going to become and then how that would sort of in what's the word that would our lives would develop along the same pace not just like sort of with that technological advance and so now people of our age my age a bit older sort of starting to reach this midlife 
age. That's a bit worrying, isn't it, to say that out loud? <clears throat> Do excuse my croaky voice today. Um, starting to starting to reach this sort of like different, like the middle part of our lives, and we're all burning out because we were brought up not living at the pace at which we are living now, but also to think that if we weren't doing something, then that was a problem. However, when we were when we were younger, you couldn't do as much. You you weren't constantly hooked to a phone. You weren't constantly looking at messages and sort of replying to emails in your hand and stuff like that. If you went to work at that stage, then you would deal with the work stuff at work and then you would come home and the most you would get is a phone call on a landline, which my kids cannot grasp what a landline is. Um, the most you would get is a phone call on a landline to sort of go, right, we need you to come back in or something and then we'll deal with this from there so whereas now you're just permanently expected to be on call for everything technology is always there and it's really really difficult and so I'm sort of saying this because over the past sort of few months I've begun to sort of really look at what meditation means to me really look at the lives that I want to want our children to have and the way in which I need to be nurturing them and my husband like alongside me needs to be nurturing them now to understand how not to burn out and how not to allow this constant fast-paced life to actually influence how they live and cause them issues further down the line. And it all sort of comes back to that mental health being a universal right thing in the sense that if if as children we'd have known that we would be living in the world that we're in today and that we wouldn't still be going, oh, can I use the telephone? Or like, because you're using the internet, can you just like uh, disconnect from the internet for a second? Or let's be honest, it was normally the other way around. But why do you need the phone? I want to use the internet with the dial-up and stuff like that. If we'd have known back then that that wouldn't be a thing and that we'd be walking around in the middle of nowhere and have signal on our phones without any form of connection that you can see to access the internet, then maybe we would have been able to be more prepared for that and taught a bit more from a younger age how this can affect our mental health, how we can slow how we can slow down we didn't need to slow down back then we were like it was it was always go and play in the garden like that's what you and now we say sort of go and play in the garden and whatnot but um but it was like that was just what you did like and you were allowed to get bored whereas now I've heard people saying that well like what on earth what on earth did we used to do like parents used to do without tablets because how do you keep a kid entertained on a on a car journey? Our we don't own a tablet. Um, our kids aren't allowed to use our phones. We sing songs on a car journey, or we tell stories, or like play. I went to the shops and I bought, or I spy, or something like that. Um, but as as children, we were allowed to be bored. We we're allowed to be slow, and so this advance in technology actually sort of we were vulnerable to it, weren't we? Because we were able to sit there and suddenly have all these boredom things satisfied. Whereas kids nowadays, unless you teach them to, that it's okay to be bored and teach them that it's okay to not permanently have access to technology and permanently be on the go, for them it's just normal to not necessarily get bored and to have be able to play games wherever they are and stuff like that. So 
feel like I've gone off on a tangent to what I was going to say, which, let's face it, is not abnormal. <laughs> so my, I mean, my main thought on this really is that as a child, I wasn't taught to slow down. I wasn't taught to take care of my mental health in the same way as I have to now. Um, and all of that sort of stuff, because there wasn't, there was obviously the need, but there wasn't necessarily that same demand from us as there was as there is now which consequently does impact mental health and so now this sort of whole subject of mental health as a universal right i'm very much i'm very passionate about the fact that that means that children need to be taught how to manage their mental health and how to slow down and how to do things without access to technology and without without constantly being on the go and how to reconnect to themselves and reconnect to who they are and what they are without technology and it might be that when they're our age there there's obviously a bit more of a movement at the moment sort of like a slower a slower pace of life but it might be that when they're when that they are our age things have sort of begun to reverse back the other way where it's like well actually technology means that we can be more efficient at work and we can disconnect easier when we're at home who knows what's going to happen i expect it's going to go more the opposite way that we'll have little things implanted in us and stuff here's the here's the conspiracy lucy coming out i'm not a conspiracist but (laughs) but it's like you just don't know where technology is going to go where they're going to go and so in the meantime we need to uh, equip them with the tools to manage their mental health from a young age and thereby sort of really really empower ourselves in this phrase of mental health being universal right empower them empower ourselves in really embracing this mental health is a universal right so we need to teach how to have good mental health from a young age how to recognize bad mental health i don't like that phrase um but you know what i mean recognize when you're going through a state of heightened emotion uh sort of you're in that fight and flight response and stuff like that and recognize how you can begin to help yourself come out of it without doing what i've said in the past that i had to do and what i know a lot of people have had to do which is to sit back and in that moment where your body and your mind are in fight or flight and everything is really really difficult even just to do the simplest of tasks and i mean i heard a thing recently i think it was casey davis on her podcast um was saying like about sort of executive function and this and the other and how sometimes you just can't you physically can't stand up and mental health can have that same same impact where you're you're just willing yourself to stand up and do something but you just can't and so in those moments the hardest thing to do is to sit there and go i need to slow down (laughs) when you're going but i need to do like i need to actually make some food at some point um i need to slow down and i need to give my mind and my body chance to recover and chance to recoup and i need to reconnect with myself and the present moment in order to carry on and for me giving this gift of meditation mindfulness at a young age will equip people to to do that 
in those in those moments and recognize them in those moments and again i touched on this with the self-compassion last week that actually it's been a long journey to sort of recognizing that the past few weeks i've not been it's not been a i need to do a podcast it's not been all of that sort of stuff actually what's happened is i've turned around and gone I, yeah, I feel I need to do it, but I don't have to do it. And right now, what I need to do is work on myself and give myself the grace that I need to rest and recover. And so working all of these things through is just, yeah, I just, I mean, I'm sort of going off and on again, aren't I? But I just feel that it's it's a really important place to be in where we are taught how to manage our mental health better, sort of equipped with a mental health toolkit from a young age all these skills and techniques that you can draw upon so that everyone has access to their mental health being that universal right that they can really run with um so yeah i mean i've i've sort of gone a little bit rambly haven't i there but i think uh, maybe i haven't maybe you're listening to this going no lucy you've made some really good points there but right this second i'm a bit like oh i ramble i haven't rambled i'm really passionate about this and i'm hoping that that comes across that that it's passion and it's something that i feel needs to be made known is that you can equip people with skills to manage their mental health you can equip people with the skills to recognize when they are in a state of emotion that they don't want to be in you can equip people with the skills to turn on like turn around that emotion that they're feeling in that moment and through through meditation and mindfulness which are such simple things to access nowadays you can teach your kids how to do this from a young age so it's a skill that they don't have to learn in those states and in those moments where they need it and that's something that's something really important and it it is a gift i've said many a time <clears throat> do excuse me i've said many a time that it's a gift to be able to like that you can give someone to be able to change their emotions change how they're feeling recognize how they're feeling and do something about it in that moment but it, i cannot stress how much of a gift that is as someone who has been in a place where I didn't have that gift and gone to a place where I've got dependence and I'm struggling and I like I'm literally at the end of my tether and I don't know what to do to have been given that gift of presentness and noticing my own thoughts and noticing them for what they are which is thoughts and being able to change how I feel there is there is no more important skill in life and it is an ever-evolving journey um the journey i've been on over the past sort of well since covid what year are we now who knows 2023 so the past three and a half years the journey i've been on over the past three and a half years in particular um it's still ongoing last week's podcast about self-compassion is that's all that's all stuff that i've learned and I've learned over a long time and realistically when I look back this I mean this summer isn't the first time that I've had to apply it but since having these skills this summer has been the first time that I've really had to knuckle down and go no Lucy you've got to practice this you've got to actually implement what you have learned over these years and the guilt that can come with that and all of that sort of stuff that's really difficult to cope with sometimes however then having the 
having the ability to recognize the guilt for what it is which is again just a thought and actually when i rationalize it i'm like well it's not rational because i can't be present for my kids if i'm not caring for myself and like looking after myself that little that little tiny me in my head and sort of like reassuring them and giving them that that compassion i can't be there for the kids and if i'm not there for the kids they're gonna struggle and so with all of this this is why last night i did the live you can still access that live um that live meditation on instagram it didn't save on facebook i have no idea how facebook works it turns out it did take me a little bit longer to get on than before you know what i'm learning too guys i'm learning too um so you can get have access to a live guided meditation on facebook Uh, no instagram i've done it wrong again on instagram now it will be in my reels if you want quicker access to it or can't find it um and i've also pinned it for now we're in 2023 guys if i'm really successful in like 10 years time and you're going where is it um it probably won't be pinned it probably will be buried somewhere 10 years ago in my reels if instagram indeed is still a thing in 10 years time um and if if i'm still doing this um which would be nice if i was because i enjoy talking to you guys even if uh, if you're not talking back so so there's a little big digression um <laughs> so so yeah so there is access to that on on instagram because i do feel that meditation is universal right if you've not experienced it before um like guided meditation have a look have a go see how it feels the more you practice these skills the more you learn to be present with your thoughts and to let them go the more that skill is built up um and you are able to apply it sort of during the day and during moments when you're struggling i am also now as of last night running a weekly meditation so i'm doing a 30 minute weekly reset this is on a wednesday at 8 15 pm um that can be accessed through the shop in my on my website um so that's happylittlefutures.co.uk forward slash shop i believe you watch it won't be um no i'm pretty certain it's forward slash shop uh so you can get that on there um order your ticket we'll get the link sent through to you and you just join onto that zoom stay stay muted and just chill basically i will just you log on i'll do a 30 minute meditation for you and then you can go off and do whatever you want you know what guys get into your pajamas and make yourself comfy in bed because you might even find that actually it's a good way to just relax yourself into sleep and you won't want to move afterwards make sure you've been to the loo beforehand make sure you've had your had your hot chocolate or whatever um but but yeah get yourself comfortable log on to that and just relax with me recoup with me ready to restart the day and the re- the rest of the week because like i said it's a weekly reset you get to wednesday you're exhausted you're going oh two more days two more days this the idea of this is that you will sit there and you'll re- be able to almost have like a recuperation a weekend in 30 minutes on a wednesday night to help you just ease yourself back into the back into the rest of the week and into the weekend so join me for that it'd be lovely to see you thank you to all of those that joined me on tuesday for the um for the live meditation please go and have a look at that go and experience it go and see how you find how you find it let me know how you find it drop me a message on instagram facebook email on here whatever whatever floats your boat but let me know how you find it and let me know how it goes and 
yeah go and let your mental health be that universal right and really embrace embrace the moment and embrace yourself so with that guys let's take a lovely deep breath again we'll go deep into our stomachs and out through your mouth and have a fantastic week